Welcome back to the Multi-Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters, and I'm back again with another episode. So in this episode, um, I'm going to try to keep it brief, under an hour. So um, <clears throat> I want to talk about marriage, marriage and business, marriage and entrepreneurship. And um, there's a lot of folks out there, um, maybe in maybe engaged, maybe married, recently married, or maybe married for X amount of years. And, and let's, let's just try to keep it real, you know, in this conversation here, let's keep it real. It's tough. It's tough to be married. Um, it's tough to be an entrepreneur and be married. Um, and it's, it's really tough in the beginning, like say if, um, say for me, for example, I was an entrepreneur always, right? I was always an entrepreneur, or at least from my early teens on up, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and, and I, and I acted and I acted on that. Um, so when I, you know, met my when I met my now wife, I mean, she already knew, you know, um, where my drive was. Uh, I was in, I was in, um, yeah, she already, yeah, yeah, she already knew where my drive was, and I was doing a few things in here, but I was, I was in, I was in college, um, and, um, and um, yeah, so she already knew how things were sort of i mean she had no idea um what she was getting herself into with me but um it wasn't new right um me you know having entrepreneurial ventures none of it was new so in this episode i kind of want to talk about um the role of your spouse you know the role of you and the role of your spouse um I want to give credit where it's due. This this episode is inspired by a YouTube video. I follow I follow uh, Alex Hermosi or Alex Hormozy on YouTube, and I saw this video he made. and in in Alex uh, Hermosi, he's he's an interesting he's an interesting dude, man. He's an interesting dude. He's very philosophical and. I can see the the I can see the images that he's painting when he's talking. Uh, so he's very very to me at least he's very artistic um, with his words and his vision, and he's very clear on on what the hell he's thinking, and he knows what he's talking about. Uh, I've been following him for a long time. Very very you know very interested in his content. And he has this uh, this this video titled. I married for business. So, um, so I want you to check out that video, um, that, um, that Alex Hermosi. So it's A L E X. Um, last name is H O R M O Z I. And the title of that episode is I married for business. And this was this, when I first saw this, uh, probably, you know, I don't know, four or five months ago, when I first saw this video, um, it, it changed my perspective on 
my life um, in terms of, you know, entrepreneurship and marriage for me. And it, it gave me a new perspective that I, that I needed. I needed this perspective to get over this mental hurdle that I was having, uh, this, this block that I was having. Um, so, so I'm going to talk about, there's a certain aspect of that video that I'm going to dive deeper in. Um, but there's other aspects that, um, I'm not going to talk about and he clarifies it more in, in the video. So check that out, um, after, uh, checking out this podcast. Um, so let's, let's, um, Let's get to it. So let's get to a little bit of background. So on myself, right? A little bit of background on myself. So, um, you know, my wife, uh, <clears throat> when she got pregnant, hold on, let me take a little sip of the cherry Coke. Zero sugar. It's not really zero sugar. I found that out, but it's zero calories for sure. But um, anyways. All right, it's good stuff there. Um, uh, my wife, um, when my wife got pregnant with our first kid, um, she was, um, 21. Um, I was 23. She was 21. No, I was 24. Excuse me. So she was 21. I was 24. Okay. So we were engaged already. So we were engaged and then she um, wanted up pregnant and I wanted to, I wanted to marry her before the baby came. So we got married um, before our firstborn was, was born. And um, it's been a hell of a fucking roller coaster. You know, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck in here, okay? It, 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 there was challenges on her end that um, she did not foresee, and challenges on my end that I did I did not foresee. You know, um, being newlyweds and also having a new baby, uh, it was very tough. So, um, <clears throat> so fast forward. Let's fast forward some years down. So fast forward, maybe, I don't know, maybe four years, you know, th maybe three years or four years, uh, I had finished college and, you know, started working and, and doing that thing. And that was cool. But at the same time, I'm um, um, looking and researching for my next business venture. Um, so after I graduated uh, college, which was, um, you know, I don't know, right before or, or maybe excuse me yeah i graduated college i think the year that my firstborn was born so i think i graduated college that year so i started working i had a job right out of college and um and and it was good we we, we, were, we were doing fine we were doing great you know i was making decent money paint we, we were paying we were, you know we were living um you know on our own and uh you know lived in a little studio uh, crap shack, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that we that we moved out of uh, before the baby was born, and we was paying you know a couple hundred dollars in rent in Los Angeles, no six hundred dollars back at that time. This is like 2014, 
Um, and uh, we moved to Long Beach. We were we were living near USC, where I used to, where we both used to work. We used to work together. We were living near USC, and then we moved to Long Beach, um, and that's where I took my my uh, my job out of college, which was in Cerritos, which is close to Long Beach. And and it was good. It was great. You know, I was ecstatic that I had a job out of college. And, you know, I was making, uh, I had 40, I was making 40,000, you know, rent was 900, didn't have any major bills or anything like that. Didn't have any car notes or anything like that. Um, you know, student loans, $50 a month for both of us. Uh, so, you know, money was, when it was okay, you know, um, but you know, we were dealing with the challenges of a newborn and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> I knew that, uh, I knew that, you know, it wasn't going to be great for, for a long time, you know. Um, and then things changed at the job that I was at. Things changed. The market, uh, the market went down. I was working, I was working for a, um, a lent, um, what is it? A home lending, a home lending, you know, mortgage company, a mortgage company. And, uh, interest, interest rates dipped. Uh, no, excuse me. Interest rates went up by like maybe a percent or two. And, uh, and I was basically, you know, my department that I was in was shut down, you know, so they moved me over to, um, another department and, uh, collections, they moved me to collections. So I was doing collections and mortgage, mortgage collections. And, and, um, and that woke me up cause I was like, cause I was sort of, you know, still plugged in the matrix. Like, oh, wow. You know, I got a job out of college. I can make some money, even though I knew I wanted to do entrepreneurial things, but I got complacent and I thought I'll be able to step up in a corporate, uh, step up the ladder a little bit in a corporate way, you know? Um, cause my intention at that time was to, you know, build income through W, through a W2 and then buy real estate and invest in real estate with, with my W2 income. That was like my path that I was on. And some of that uh, resulted in somewhat complacency. It's like, oh, okay, you know, the job isn't, you know, the job thing isn't you know, too bad. But when that happened, when I was, you know, when my department was, you know, basically most, luckily everybody in my department was transferred to other parts of the company and we, were, we weren't entirely laid off. That woke, that woke me back up. Like, okay, you know, yeah. Like anything can happen at any time and I, I can't get laid off. Luckily I was not. So, you know, I'm, you know, researching my next business uh, venture. Um, so I'm thinking of doing, you know, um, some type of independent contract where there's like mortgage broker. Um, and um, so I'm taking my mortgage license, uh, you know, my, my NMLS le uh, license thingy, you know, to become a mortgage broker. And I'm, I, or I'm, I'm getting my real estate license. So I'm getting my, I get my real estate license to, to, you know, thinking I was going to go that route in terms of uh, doing real estate. And, um, and I did end up getting my real estate license and going into commercial real estate and commercial real estate. Um, that was something that I, that I was not prepared for. I didn't have any knowledge of it. And, um, I had quit my job to pursue the, um, to pursue the, uh, I, I had borrowed, I had borrowed money, took out a bunch of credit cards and I took out some loans to live off of, uh, while I I, um, you know, do, uh, commercial real estate. Right. And, um, <clears throat> so we moved back to Inglewood, California. We were, uh, that's where we're both from my wife and I. So, uh, because of the drive, 
um, from Long Beach to Santa Monica to the commercial real estate office uh, was, was really bad. And my wife was pregnant. Um, my wife was pregnant with our second kid. Um, and so I did that. I came over and um, I, I came over to the commercial real estate side. I did that for about four months before and, and realizing I need to cut my losses here because uh, it wasn't working out for me. Like it, it just, it kind of felt like the collections, you know, on the phone all the time. And it was, it was very, I just was not ready for that. I wasn't ready for that. I didn't know what I was getting myself into and it didn't work out. You know, I tried it and didn't work out. Okay. Um, so, you know, I looked for a job, I found a job at a bank and, um, later that year I was able to pay off all the loans and, and close the, and, and the credit cards and close those credit cards and basically started back from zero. I was able to do that in about like, I don't know, six months or so, maybe a year or six months to a year. I was able to pay off all that stuff back, but I'm working at a bank and I'm realizing I'm still, I'm still like, okay, I need to work. What's my next idea? You know, what's my next thing? You know, so I'm doing my research and, um, my wife, um, my wife is not an entrepreneur. She's not, you know, she's not business and numbers and all that shit. She, that's not her. Okay. It's not her. All right. Um, but I always wanted to, uh, you know, my idea of, you know, I guess the power couple, you know, wanting to be a power couple. Um, that's not what I was calling it back then. Cause I, I, I power couple sounds very cheesy. Um, but that was like the direction that I wanted to go in. I wanted her to be involved. I wanted her to, uh, Hey, do this, do these business with business with me. Like, let's do these, to, let's do this together. You know, like, you know, I was really about that. Like, you know, please let's do this together. And, um, you know, let's build together. Let's build an empire. Let's build a legacy for our family together. And, um, my wife wasn't on, on none of that shit. You know, she never said that, you know, she, you know, she's very, uh, um, she's very supportive, you know, she's always been supportive. And that's, that's where, um, I give her a lot of credit is she's, she never like, you know, she never shot my dream. She's like, oh, you know, the, what I just told you, borrowing money, getting credit cards and, and, and basically, and then when I told you I moved, I moved from Long Beach to Inglewood. Like I didn't, I didn't have any income, you know? So I was able to finesse my way into an apartment with her. And then she's like, you know, she's asking me, like, well, how are we doing this? And all this kind of stuff. I said, baby, you know, I got it. Don't worry. You know? Um, and, and I, and I never, I never, uh, you know, she, she's never, she's never had to worry about, um, I made sure, you know, that she didn't have to worry about, you know, rent, where we were going to live. That was never an issue. Always had the bill, always had the bills paid. Always. There wasn't a day. I haven't went a month without being able to pay bills. Even I was making no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was like, you know, because I, I knew she was trusting me. So that, you know, that made me make sure that, you know, at least that shit was, you know, in place. You know, because at the end of the day, that's really what she needed to, that's what she needed for me. She that's, that's what she needed. She needed to make sure that she always had, you know, her ne her nest was not interrupted, right? You know, her her nesting um, situation is not being interrupted. At the end of the day, that's really all she wanted. Um, so, um, but anyways, um, 
um, kind of bouncing back forth a little back and forth a little bit, but let me let me get back to it. So uh, <clears throat> so yeah. So um, I'm now I'm wanting to. I want my wife to build with me. You know, I want her to build with me, right? Um. So. <clears throat> You know, we were having a, now I'm skipping over a lot of shit, you know, like there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of hard times, you know, rough times is just being married and, and, and newborns and all this stuff, you know, not, not making, in, in, in not making a lot of money. I wasn't making a lot of money. My income, my income decreased every single year after I left college. My, my income decreased my W2 income. It decreased every year after I left college. Like the, the height, the most money I've made um w2 income was 40 grand and that was right out of college every year it went down when i took the banking job it would it went down i think i was making like 35 or 34,000 a year and with the, with potential for bonuses um and i probably made like you know 36,000 you know i wasn't making crazy bonuses but i was doing maybe some overtime here and there, and there. But, um, so I, I come home, um, one day and, um, um, and my wife, uh, we, you know, we had our second kid by then and, um, you know, my wife had a, uh, um, was having a very hard time, um, just with life, you know, and with the adjustment of you know, having kids and, uh, and, you know, we were, I wasn't making a lot of money, so we were limited in resources. There's a lot of stress, you know, but the only thing I could focus on was how do I, I need to get us out of this rut. Even though that was my intention, even though that was my focus, things still weren't well, you know, um, because, you know, um, they just weren't, they just weren't. And, um, you know, things were very, things were very difficult. Things were very difficult. Um, it's the lack of money, man, you know, he, and, and, you know, it, it, it was, it was very hard. Oh man. So, um, I come home one day and this is, uh, shortly after my wife had a very, very, uh, very tough time you know we had uh, she had a miscarriage and um and you, you i i don't know I, I i don't know i don't know if it's good or bad but i mean i was there but emotionally i probably wasn't there and the reason why is because I, I literally wanted all of my focus into entrepreneurship. If I'm not at my nine to five, I need to figure out how to solve this income problem, right? So we're living in LA, you know what I'm saying? So I need to solve the income problem because, you know, life is hard, life is tough, you know, and, 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 and you know, she, uh, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't working. I was the only one working. 
And it was the only thing I could think of because I'm I, in my mind, right? In my mind, I'm like, man, I, I swear to God, once I get on, I'm going to make sure she's good, make sure she has everything she needs. Like, literally, I am doing this for her. I'm doing this for our family. Like, I am doing everything that I'm doing. So to, to a certain degree, I was not present, you know, emotionally. Um, and, you know, and, and it's unfortunate, man. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it is. It's just the way it had to be. It's the way it had to be. That's, that's how I am where I am now, you know, and, and, and I'm in a way better spot. And she's, you know, obviously she is too, because I am. She, we're in a way better spot because I was relentless. See, this life, man, this life is not for everybody. This life, this entrepreneurship life is not for everybody. If you can't go all in, if you can't be relentless, if you can't be unemotionally, uh, emotionally unavailable, if you can't like give up all that and sacrifice that and risk, because at the end of the day, I was, you know, risking my marriage. I'm risking my, my life. I'm, I'm risking all of that stuff because I'm, I'm in the pursuit of something in the future. And especially I'm in the pursuit of something that my wife didn't even understand. Like she supported it, but she didn't, she didn't understand. You know, she, she just didn't understand. She has no frame of reference. In entrepreneurship, you know, um, you know, she, she just wanted to like, you know, she wanted, she, you know, she wanted to be a, the corporate, you know, the corporate, the corporate gal, you know what I'm saying? So when you're, you know, when you're a corporate person, you don't really understand what entrepreneurship is about. It's, that's, that's just what it is. So anyways, uh, um, one, one day, you know, I, I come home with these, uh, with this, with these, uh, what is this? What, what is in my hand? I come home with, um, I come home with a deal, right? A deal, a deal to purchase a franchise. So I got some numbers and spreadsheets and all this kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Now, at the time, the way I was thinking about things is, you know, I want, I want my wife to know what I'm doing, you know? I don't want her to be in the dark. I want her to, to see what I'm doing. I'm not trying to like be doing shit. Um, and then she looks up like, Oh, what, where did this come from? Or what is this? I don't, uh, you know, Oh, we gotta get up and move. Why? Or so I try, I try to keep her involved in, 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 in the things that I was making decisions on. Now I was making decisions on the things I wasn't asking for. I wasn't asking to make the decision. I was just saying, this is what's happening. This is what's going on, you know? And, um, <clears throat> Uh, you know, I, I could tell she was somewhat, you know, you know, she's not a numbers person, you know, and she's, she's actually more of a numbers person, you know, just, just kind of knowing me. Um, she's actually, you know, really good at numbers. Um, be better than average, I would say better than the average person. Um, but before she was very, you know, very terrified of numbers, but, um, but, but, you know, she, I, I could tell she was like, not really interested and, uh, not in a bad way, but just like, okay, these some numbers. I don't really want to see some numbers right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's all good. You know, but I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to like, you know, I'm saying, Hey, this, this is something I think we should do. You know, um, this business will be right around the corner from where we live. Um, the location is going to be right around the corner from where we live. And, um, you know, we know the area we grew up here. You know, or I grew up on this side of town. She grew up on a different side of town in Inglewood. And um, and um, so, yeah. So, anyways, 
So what I'm what I'm trying to say is I've been wanting to get her, you know, involved, right? And then there were some other businesses that um and then we got the we did the franchise thing and she she did get involved and she did very well. She did good. Um she did she did a lot. And um especially with having our um, kids, she was um she was really helping me. Um <clears throat> but later but I I did discover while she was helping me that she didn't want to she didn't want to like be involved in the business like that. And it made me, it, it did make me upset. It did make me um, like, like, you know, like, why don't you understand? Like, I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like get us, you know, I'm trying to get us to a place where like, you know, where we can build and, you know, we, we can, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm building this business so you can, you know, do the things you want to do. And I know you can't do the things you want to do right now. I know that, you know, this is why I'm doing this. And, it, you know, with your help, we can move in the same direction we can move this train faster. And not only that, I, I thought, you know, maybe she would understand better because I didn't have, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say I was the best communicator or I, or I, or I had a clear vision of what's getting ready to happen. Um, back to that vision thing. You know, if you, if you've been listening to my last podcast, you know, the vision thing is very big for me right now. Um, I just had a belief, you know, um, in, in, but she, you know, she, she, she still stuck it out, did a few things and that business didn't work out. And for the next two businesses, she, she involved herself. She really did. She really tried to like, you know, put herself out there, but there were a few things that um, we, we disagreed on and, 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 you know, looking back and we've had many conversations about this and she's apologized for it. And she didn't know she, she didn't realize what she did or what she said was, um, she didn't remember, you know, but, but when she, you know, heard me explain it to her years later, years later, I'm going to say years later, I'm talking about like within the last couple of years, you know, we're having a conversation about that time in our life. Um, <clears throat> you know, she, uh, she said a few things that were, that were very, you know, that were, that were, that were hurtful, you know, um, that she forgot she said, <laughs> but anyways, uh, um, and it had to do with, you know, her being involved with the business. Like she basically, you know, she did, she, I could, she poured her heart out for a short period of time, but, but at the end of the day, it was something she did not want to do. Now, um, obviously I'm skipping over a lot of things, you know, um, cause I'm trying to just stick to the, the topic. And I, I always thought that, you know, it was a good idea, you know, to be in business with your spouse or have your spouse work with you in the business. Because I come from the rich dad school of thought, Robert Kiyosaki. And, you know, um, I, I didn't I wasn't aware that they actually uh, were divorced for the past, like maybe four or five years. But um, I really dived in, dived into his information and his books really early on in life. You know, around 16, um, that's what actually turned me on to entrepreneurship um, on a really deep level was the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. And uh, man, I, I devoured that book. I devoured that book and devoured a whole bunch of Robert Kiyosaki information um, during that time. And uh, those were good times. 
met a lot of people who did the same thing during that time as well um, and got into multi-level marketing. And a lot of people in MLMs know about Robert Kiyosaki, especially at that time. Um, this is, you know, I was 17 when I was in that MLM. But anyways, um, um, so, you know, I, I thought that was the way, you know, like, hey, you know, let's do this business together, blah, 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 wife and business and blah, 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 right? And then um, after those, you know, all all of those ventures that she helped me in did not pan out anywhere. They did not go anywhere. They fell. They fell hard. You know, I lost lots of money. You know, um, I lost. I lost thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, um, or close to hundreds of thousands. This is definitely the uh, the franchise. I lost a hundred thousand, meaning I was in debt a hundred thousand. And there there's two businesses after that that I got involved with that um that I wanted to that you know out of out of being desperate because of the failing franchise business um I lost you know tens of thousands in that in that business as well um uh, borrowed money you know so I was taking major risks um very 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 major risks um then you know i i had to uh I had to, I had to skip town, you know, um, I had to skip town, not because of the money thing, but because th there was things happening in my uh, neighborhood, there was things happening in my neighborhood and my wife, um, it, it made me concerned, you know, I was living in an area that wasn't the best area and it wasn't the worst area I ever lived in, but it wasn't the best, you know? And, um, you know, my wife goes outside and with our kids and, you know, just be out and just outside. Right. But it, it could be, it's a bit, it could be a bit dangerous. You know, a lot of shootings were happening, um, just in broad daylight, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it concerned me and I, and I was like, yo, we got to get up out of here. You know, um, we got, we got to move and we moved to Vegas. Um, I had started e-commerce actually, um, about three or four, about four or five months before I moved, um, you know, just to see what that's about. After all those businesses fell, and I, I started e-commerce, and um, I one of the one of the things that I really liked about e-commerce was it was way easier than anything I ever done. It was the first time I actually made a positive dollar. Uh, in, 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 in business, um, it was the first time I made a, a profit when I, when I, when I, when I did retail arbitrage. And this was 2017, you know, this is 2017, middle towards the end of 2017, started e-commerce, did that for about three months. Um, and, um, I, 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 I did it a whole bunch of retail arbitrage and I had stuff I stopped for maybe about two months and I had products still selling all the way up to um, the end of December. And uh, I was really going, I was really going hard, like really going hard. I, I, I did uh, about 20,000 sales um, that, you know, just starting off, I think between, you know, maybe July or August all the way up to the end of December. 
And um, maybe like November or so, I had to stop. I had to focus on my job and my business. And I was focusing on um, transferring from my, and I was working a job at that time. Uh, I was transferring my job from uh, from a location in LA to a location in Las Vegas. So I did that and we moved out here. And um, I didn't do any e-commerce. I was just working and trying to get my life in order. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, I was fired, you know, I had my, my third kid was born in May, 2018. I took some family leave off and, and I came back to work, you know, and then they fired me on the, the day I came back to work from family leave over something, over, uh, something that I did, uh, back in like, you know, uh, February, you know, so they fired me in like June. So they probably they want to get rid of me, you know. Um, they would they should have they they would have fired me back then, you know. And but they wanted to fire me, you know, four or five months later, or four months later. So um, and then I got back into e-commerce, and that was the plan anyway. But um, now I was kind of just forced into it to to do it faster than I, I planned on it. Now, what I like about e-commerce was uh, it didn't it, it didn't have to involve my wife. I was uh, making okay money, right? You know, and she was she you know she didn't have to do anything. Like I I sort of I sort of needed her help with the franchise business and with the businesses afterwards. Okay, so uh, so all of that. So you know, my podcast is anecdotal. So, you know, I, I talk about my experience. Um, it, 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 it bothered me for a long time that I, I knew I couldn't, you know, ask her to get involved because I, 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 because, because of what we've been through, you know, the last, you know, couple of businesses and, um, and, you know, and, 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 it, and it, and it's, it's sort of. You know, I was very envious of other couples who who did business together. Very envious, you know. When I'm in the Facebook groups and the e-commerce Facebook groups and all that kind of stuff back then, you know, I was very envious, man. And I did eventually let it go. Um, but it's still it was still eating at me a little bit, even though we've had many conversations about it and you know, we we hashed out what was going on and um I just felt like, you know, I felt like I was misunderstood, man. If, if if she wasn't in the business with me, I was misunderstood. And I come across this video. Now, I was already pretty much over it by then, but I came across this video that really put the nail in the coffin for me. And in this video, Alex talks about your spouse, you know? Um... One of the first questions he asks in that video is, you know, uh, or one of the things he brings up is a question that he gets asked from his followers or listeners is uh, people people ask him, how do you, how do they get their wives? Because mostly a male audience. How do they get their wives to uh, be interested in business? And he said, you don't. Hmm. And I was like, OK, all right, that's that's. You know, pretty blunt, pretty, pretty straightforward. And it's like you don't, you know, <laughs> is it that is is 
It's just that you don't. When I heard that, I was like, wow, that's uh, <laughs> so simple, you know? And, um, and yeah, that's, that's correct. You just don't. They're not in the business. They're not in it. The thing is about entrepreneurship and, um, you know, and, and, I, and it's obvious, you know, if you ever transition from being an employee to, you know, being an entrepreneur, like, like for real being an entrepreneur, not like, you know, doing a few things here and there and like, like you for real trying to be an entrepreneur. You understand that there's there's a major difference between major difference in mindset and everything between a person who does not know anything about entrepreneurship and a person who does. So to expect any different from your spouse uh, is 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 it's not right, right? To expect any different. Now, I. Uh, I'm listening to the video and he, he, he goes on to talk about now your spouse is either going to be a cheerleader or a fullback. So I'm, I'm going to talk about the role of the cheerleader. If you want to hear the role of the fullback, go uh, listen to his episode um, because that's his spouse. His spouse is a fullback and um, it's not my spouse. So I, I don't want to go too deep into it, but I would just say, just so you are aware of what that is, a fullback is uh, pretty much someone who you um, you pass the ball back and forth to, right? You're both in the business. You're, she's the fullback or he's the fullback. You're both in the business, and um, and you guys are working in the business together. That's what pretty, pretty much that is. He goes deeper into that. Listen to the episode to go deeper into that. Um, I am very interested in understanding the role of the cheerleader. So I, um, cause that's what my wife would be. Okay. And this, the reason why this is important for me, but why this episode, this, this, this video was important for me is because it puts it in words. What, um, what our roles need to be. Um, Roles are very important. There needs to be roles, you know, and unfortunately, we live in a a very um, upside down society. Many of us live in it where we're forced or where we're forced, encouraged, um, where it's propaganda around not having roles in a marriage. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of us are victim to that mindset knowingly and unknowingly. Um, and it's so important. It's so important. Now this is like a sub role, right? You know, these are sub roles. So we're not getting into the major roles between spouses, but a sub role in the terms of entrepreneur and spouse, right? So, uh, cheerleader is, 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 is my, is my spouse, you know? And I really, really like that. I do not want my wife to be a fullback, you know? Uh, I don't want that. And she doesn't want it. She is good 
being a cheerleader. And I am okay with her being a cheerleader. So let's talk about the role of the cheerleader. So here's what the uh, cheerleader does not do. The cheerleader does not tell you, you, the entrepreneur, you're in the game, right? The cheerleader does not tell you to leave the game with her, right? We're, we're talking about, you know, women's spouses and men's spouses too. So uh, the cheerleader does not ask you to leave the game. They don't tell you to throw in the towel and leave the game. Let's go kick it over here for a little bit, you know, while the game is still going on and while you're still playing. Man, I thought that was powerful. I thought that was powerful. Right? So if I ever need to have that conversation with my wife, I can put it in these words and she under and she would understand it. Like it's it's just a it's just a metaphor that I just really didn't have. I didn't have that. It's a tool. It's a tool to use in conversation when you're looking for understanding from your spouse. It's like, okay, well, you are going to need to be a cheerleader. And a cheerleader does not tell, you know, the person in the game to leave the game, right? You cheer, right? So here's what the cheerleader does do. The cheerleader supports, right? Um, supports you in, in everything you do, right? So support, what, that, what can that look like? Support is just like, okay, you know, I, um, support looks like, yeah, I am, you know, I am uh, a supportive person in many cases says, that's great. You know, um, I look forward to you doing those things. I look forward to seeing what, what the results are, you know? Um, I mean, are there any small tasks that I could do, you know? And they don't have to say that, you know, they don't, they don't have to, but you know, that's also a form of support. Just say, you know, is there anything really little that I can do, you know, or if there's something that comes up, um, you know, let me know and I'll see if I can help you out with that. If you, if you want me to, if you need me to, you know, something very small, very, very small, nothing major, you know, or, you know, they're not shooting you down, you know, um, but, but more importantly, and this is very important. And I, and, and, and when I, when I heard this, I just was like, man, this is so good. The cheerleader gives you balance, gives the entrepreneur balance. Okay. So it gives the entrepreneur balance where the entrepreneur does not only know business, right? The cheerleader reminds you that, hey, you need to take me out to dinner. We need to have dates still. Hey, I understand you're working like crazy, but don't forget about the fucking trash. Right? So, the cheerleader gives you perspective. Okay? It's perspective. Okay? It just reminds you to, you know, pull you out of the, um, to pull you out of that mode where it's like the only thing you're thinking and caring about is business, right? And hey, there's still life outside of you. There's still life around you, right? Now, there's a balance, right? You know, not an equal balance, but you know, you have to figure out the balance because sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, you know, but you know, some things just don't matter, you know? And um, 
you have to, you know, sort of, you know, find that balance between you and your spouse where it's like, oh, okay. And she's not pulling me out of the game. She's just letting me know the game is over. You know, the game's over. To not to keep playing while the game is over, you know, or not to keep thinking the game is still going on when the game is over. Okay. So it's perspective. And, and, and I, I thought that was very powerful. That was very powerful, you know, and you have to be careful. You know, you don't want to overindulge. You don't want to, you know, neglect, you know, you don't, you don't want to neglect business entrepreneurship for focusing on things outside of that. Like you have to find that medium. You know, it still requires you to have judgment, right? Because some of the stuff your spouse could be telling you to focus on could be some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And you got to let them know, like, okay, that's some bullshit. You know, that's not something I want to, you know, focus on. You know, but if it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that is correct. We still need to go on date night, right? Or we still need to, you know, plan this birthday party for whatever. Or, you know, I mean, the spouse could do it by themselves, but something, you know. Something, right? Just just letting you know, hey, when the game is over, I, you know, don't forget about these things over here when the, when you're done playing the game, okay? So that that's what that is. And, and I said, you know, I was like, wow, that is huge. And you know what? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not a... I'm not a fool, you know, I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, but I damn sure not the the foolish guy on the planet, you know, but, you know, I, looking back, I can see I had some blind spots, you know, and everybody does. Um, there's some blind spots, you know, there's some blind spots, you know, that everybody has. And, um, you know, <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't, I just didn't see it this way before. That was a blind spot. I didn't see it this way before. It was a huge blind spot. And I don't know how, if, if it would be any different. If I go back to the franchise business and the, the, the two other businesses that my wife was involved with I, I really I really don't know how that would have went any other way than the way it went almost like maybe we had to go through that to get to where we are now to get to the understanding <clears throat> to get to to get to the understanding that we have now but it but when I look back on it I do sometimes I do sometimes cringe at my um my single focus my singular focus, but honestly, I don't really see. It, it's just the uh, the negative side of being singular focus at that at the time. I I don't see um, that I could have been any other way. You know, I had to be laser focused and singular focus, and not every not every um, everything that came out of that wasn't always positive and this was not this was not one of the positive things but anyway anyways we recently had a, re a conversation and my wife and I every now and then we do talk about that time period you know um we we, we do talk about it for whatever reason and um and I was telling her like 
you know what? I, I don't, I, I used to think like, yeah, I want you in the business. But I said to her, you know, I, I, I didn't understand that I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to be like me. Because if you were in the business, you'd be like me. Because, because you were not an entrepreneur from the jump, right? I would be, basically, I would be your trainer, you know? I would be training you into entrepreneurship. And I, and as a result, you're only going to do and be whatever I am because I'm going to train you to do and be that in, in business. So she had, she had a, she, the way my, my wife, uh, she thought that I wanted her to be this business woman, like this mogul with me. And that wasn't the case, but I didn't really say that specifically. I didn't tell her that. That wasn't the case, but I can see where she got that from because I was very high strung on the idea. I was very like, like I was very like pretty much desperate to get out of the situation that we were in. And I was really trying to find a way to su support my family, to, to support her better and my family better. I was, I was very desperate for that. I don't recommend, I don't recommend this life, y'all. I really don't. Like it's, 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 it's. I'm not even talking about really the hard times, really, and, and, and the heartache, the headache that I suffer from and then my wife suffered from as well. But she thought I wanted her to be like this businesswoman, you know, and, and, and that wasn't the case. I wasn't I just wanted her to help me. I mean, I you know, I wasn't really trying to get her to like be the savvy person that can run the business without, you know, when I'm not around and all this kind of stuff. And she just, you know, had this peck, this impeccable judgment, you know, about business, you know. Um, but I, I can, I can understand why she, she thought that, you know? Um, but when I was talking to her very recently, very recently, we were talking, I said, I don't want you to be like me. I want you to, I want you to, uh, what did I say exactly? Damn. what I say? I said, I don't want you to be like me. I want you I want you to, um, it was something along the lines of, I just, I just, I, you know, I want you to be you, you know, without having to work. Like you don't have to, I didn't say it exact, exactly. Like not, you don't have to work or anything like that. I actually said something that was very poetic and I wish I could remember. Um, but I, I was just saying, I don't want you to be like me. And, 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 and that was actually a relief for her when I said that. Because she, she thought like, I wanted her to be this businesswoman, you know, this mogul and all this kind of stuff. That's not my wife. That's, that's not her. You know. Um, and uh, and I, was basically, I was basically saying that, you know, I just want her to like, you know, be able to take care of the kids, take care of the house. I want her to be in her role, you know. I want her to be fully in her role and not have to worry about my role. And, and she smiled very hard and, you know, gave me this hug. And that now I wasn't trying to be powerful or say anything interesting or say anything, you know, poetic or anything like that. But it, it did, it, it did, it did take me back. Like her reaction, you know, I was like, Hmm, wow. Like, yeah, this, this is, this is what she wanted, you know, this is what she wanted. And, 
um, I, I'm happy that I can do that for her now. That that that's what she wanted. She basically just wanted to be in her role. She just wanted to be able to be in her role without worrying about my role. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and um, that's that's the way it should be for for many of us, right? It should it should be that way. It's not always that way, you know. But um, but I think for those of us who who may who don't have spouses who are like entrepreneurial, who are business minded, um, being able to communicate the roles, like, hey, you know, I'm the entrepreneur, and if you're talking to you know a woman, you know. Um, yeah, the cheerleader example works very well, <laughs> you know, most of the people listening are men. So, um, so that, 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 that analogy may work very well for you. Um, but yeah, you know, and if you're a woman, you know, shit, use a cheerleader role still with, with the guy. Shoot. If you're the entrepreneur one and he's not, he's a damn cheerleader. Okay. You know, that's what he is. And, and 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 say it loud and proud. Um, but I just think this is so so important because this whole idea of uh, even though you know Alex Hermosi, him and his wife are in the business, they they do business together, and they, according to him and and her, they do it very well, and the strategies they use are are awesome and um i'm i'm 100 percent um excited that there's a real example of what a power couple is and how they are a power couple because you know you hear you see power couples you know you, that's that's celebrity stuff right but you don't really understand how they do that he really dives a little bit deeper in how they actually do that and maintain that you know um and i think i think i think that's very very special for for anyone who um who is uh in the situation he is in where his spouse him and his spouse work in the business together but i think for most of us most people you know and if you come across entrepreneurship and let's say you've been married you know for some time now your spouse may not know you as an entrepreneur right so it's a it's a shock it, it, you know this life is a is a shock for people you know because it's so different. It's so different. This is like the dark side. And especially, you know, starting out, you know, those 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 time periods way, you know, early on in my in my marriage, uh those were dark times, man. Like the dark they were dark, you know, not having any money, not being available. I'm working I'm working a nine to five. So when I come home, like I'm not, you know, in the house washing dishes and all this kind of shit. I am doing something that doesn't seem like it's having results. Just researching, right? I'm researching business ideas and I'm, you know, testing things out. I'm starting some businesses maybe to see if they may work out. And I'm not starting some. Weekends are not fun. Like, I, like I'm not a weekend dude. Like, oh, it's the weekend. Let's hang. Like, I'm not a nine to fiver. So, you know, just because just because it's Friday doesn't mean we're gonna sit up and drink and whatever. Just because it's Saturday doesn't mean we're gonna bullshit our time. And my wife had to deal with that. My wife had to live through that. You know what I'm saying? And um, and it was a shock for her. It was a shock, you know. And and that created some hard times. 
But I want this episode to be something to think about as you maneuver with a spouse. If you don't have a spouse, yo, good for you. Straight up. The only challenge you have is being able to motivate yourself enough to work as if you did have a spouse and some kids. Because, you know, for us, it's a lot of that the time that's the motivator. And if you don't have any spouse and kids, you 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 have to make sure you have some 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 uh some checks and balances for your motivation. Make to make sure that you have something in place that really propels you. Because you may not be able to work as hard if you don't really have much to work hard for, you know? So you have to make sure you find some reasons to make sure you're working hard. Um and um and and for those who are you know if you're single and you know or if you're not married um and if you don't live with your partner okay you got you 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 got you have an opportunity that most people in that position do not take they wait until they have kids and spouses and all that kind of stuff to realize they need to be an entrepreneur and uh but if you don't have that and it's just you and your dog or you live at your mama's house yo you're going to have to kill it. Do not be complacent. Do not think that you can just chill out just because you have time. Work. Work. Get successful. Make six figures and then start, you know, possibly looking for a spouse. If that, you know, maybe, maybe not for that. And some kids and stuff like that. But wait until you're, you're, you're 100% secure. Your, your position is secured. Um, that your, your bag is secured in the marketplace. Before you even start doing all the, the kids and marriage stuff like that, so that's assuming you're an entrepreneur already and you're single and not living with a partner. Um, but for everybody else, for most of us, we, we really have to talk about these roles and understanding who needs to play the role, what the role is about, and um, getting clarity on that because uh, you don't want to move in vagueness. You know, I, I've been moving in vagueness for. A, quite you know quite some time and whenever i move in vagueness um there's frustration when you move in clear clarity there's usually happiness you know and, and not as i say happiness but peace there's more peace when it's clarity and this the cheerleader the cheerleader role is very important you know to understand and to be able to communicate with your spouse but I hope this was a good episode. This 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 change this this changed my life, you know, and 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 put me on a better path. Um, it put me on a path to you know resentment to a path of peace, you know, uh, resenting my spouse to being at peace with my spouse in this specific area. Um, and and um, man, life is about peace. So, yeah, that's it for you guys. Um, thank you for tuning in and, um, I'll be back with you for another episode as soon as I can. Thank you so much.